What's up, everyone? Happy New Year. Welcome in to episode 90 of WFS, The Will Ford Show. Hope everyone had a terrific Christmas and a very happy New Year. Kicking off the New Year with some playoff football this weekend. The divisional round of the NFC and the AFC playoffs. We'll dive into those matchups. I'll make some predictions. We have the Titans and the Ravens. Uh, and the Texans and the Chiefs in the AFC. And meanwhile, in the NFC, Vikings at the 49ers and the Seahawks at the Packers. So, I'm going to start one versus six in the AFC, Ravens and Titans. I think the Ravens are more than likely the the most healthy team in the playoffs right now outside of Mark Ingram at running back. They're extremely healthy, coming off a bye, playing at home in Baltimore. And you're going to be playing against the Tennessee Titans team They can really only beat you one way, and that's on the ground. And the Ravens have just an excellent defense top to bottom. And I think it's going to be difficult to run the ball on them. Tannehill, I love Tannehill, but he can be limited at the quarterback position sometimes. He only threw for 70-something yards against the New England Patriots. And speaking of the New England Patriots, the Titans, they're going to be riding an incredible high after possibly knocking out the dynasty, ending the dynasty in New England. That is a franchise high. That's the biggest win in Tennessee Titans recent history, I should say. And I just don't think that the Titans are going to come down to earth soon enough to be competitive against the Baltimore Ravens. So I like the Ravens in this matchup over the Titans simply because they're healthier and I just I think the Titans are going to be riding too much of a high to be competitive in Baltimore. Looking at the second matchup in the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. Now this is why I think the Houston Texans are going to have some problems. The Houston Texans are that they have an incredibly weak offensive line. Deshaun Watson got sacked seven times against the Buffalo Bills and Deshaun Watson was able to pull something out of the out of the hat, pull a rabbit out of the hat and find a way to win the game down 16 points in the third quarter. Now, a lot of that has to do with the limitations that Josh Allen has at quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, but being down 16 points in a playoff game, it's no easy feat. But now you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs have an excellent pass rush. And they've got a bunch of games this year with at least two sacks. Uh, the And only the Vikings and the Chiefs... The, the Vikings and the Chiefs probably have the two strongest pass rushes, pass rushes in the league. And I think that's going to be a problem for Houston Texans. That's that's just going to be a major issue. And Deshaun Watson's going to be running for his life again, and I don't think he can be Houdini two games in a row. And you pair that with the Chiefs' offense, which is just incredibly talented. Tyree Kill is looking really good, considering he was hurt earlier in the year. Travis Kelsey, I think, is the best tight end in football. And, and Patty Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. 
I think it's just going to be very difficult for the Texans to match up with the Chiefs, and I think Deshaun Watson's going to be running for his life most of the game. So with that, I have the Chiefs winning and meeting the Ravens in the AFC Championship. Now moving on to the NFC. The 49ers taking on the Vikings. It's going to be in San Francisco. Now, uh, if you look at the Vikings' offense, Dalvin Cook, a lot of people think he's the best running back in the league this season, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. But Dalvin Cook hasn't had a game over 100 yards rushing since Week 7 against the Detroit Lions. What does that tell you about their offense? It's that they have a very poor offensive line. Their offensive line is not strong at all, and what do the 49ers have? An outstanding front four. An outstanding front four about to turn into a amazing front seven once they get Quan Alexander back. Uh, either this week, there's a chance he could play this weekend, or if they win in the NFC Championship. And Quan Alexander can really move, can really fly at the linebacker position. That would make them very scary. The Vikings, don't have, because of their weak offensive line, I don't think they, I don't think they're going to be able to run the football that efficiently. They're going to have to rely on the screen game with Dalvin Cook. And Kirk Cousins is going to have to spread it around to Thielen, who is hurt. He injured himself this week in practice. Stephon Diggs, who he did not find a lot against the Saints. And then find a security blanket, Kyle Rudolph, in the red zone on some key drives. As I mentioned, the 49ers have a incredibly strong front four. They can really get after the quarterback. Nick Bosa, I think, is in line for Defensive Rookie of the Year in the NFC. And on offense, Jimmy Garoppolo has been phenomenal. He started off the year a little bit slow coming off that ACL injury, but he really settled in, made clutch throws in clutch situations in some of his some of the bigger games that the 49ers have had on their schedule. And the 49ers are probably the most dynamic offense left in uh, left in the playoffs. They can beat you in multiple different ways. I think them and the Ravens are the most dynamic offenses. The 49ers can beat you over the top with guys like Debo Samuel and Emmanuel Sanders. They can hit you underneath uh, on those crossing routes with George Kittle, who is a top two tight end in the league, I think right behind Travis Kelsey. And Jimmy Garoppolo makes the clutch throws. And then they have strong backs in the backfield as well. They can win in multiple different ways. I think they're one of the only teams that can do that. Pair that with their defense. Incredibly tough to beat. I've got the 49ers beating the Vikings and moving on to the NFC Championship. After finishing 4-12, and last season. That's incredible. Now the final game in the divisional round I think is the toughest one to predict. The Packers are slight favorites. The Green Bay Packers are slight favorites over the Seattle Seahawks by I believe three and a half or four points. And this one's this one's really difficult. And there's many reasons why. The Seattle Seahawks are the best road team in the NFL. Uh, bar none. They are incredible on the road, but the only problem is they're in, they're very banged up. 
I mean, very banged up. They're missing Dwayne Brown, their starting left tackle. They're missing three running backs, which is why they had to bring back Robert Turbin and Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch has been pretty good for the Seahawks, by the way. And then, I mean, they're missing a couple of guys on defense as well, and I believe they're missing their right guard. So they're just, they're missing a lot of pieces, and in the divisional round of the playoffs, on the road, playing in Green Bay, in the cold, and having that many people missing, Russell Wilson is good, but I'm not sure if he's going to be good enough to overcome the well-rested Green Bay Packers, who are the second healthiest team in the playoffs. The reason why, though, this is so tough, it makes it sound like I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers, but the reason why this is so tough is because the Packers have really, they were 12-4, and but I feel like they really underachieved this year. Over, over, the the Packers are currently on a five-game winning streak. They close out the year on a five-game winning streak. But in those five games, Aaron Rodgers completed 57% of his throws and had an 85 quarterback rating, which is not good. But that suggests that they don't have a strong offensive line either. The Packers have a, a weaker offensive line. They're not giving Rodgers the time to move the ball downfield, look downfield, find open targets. Now, they do have a running game with Aaron Jones, which I think will alleviate some pressure off of Aaron Rodgers. But they've just been kind of so inconsistent in a lot of games that they've played in this year. They've not been the better team for 45, 50 minutes. It really comes down to the fourth quarter a lot of times for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, they couldn't. They almost lost to the Detroit Lions in in week 17, or excuse me, in weeks I believe it was week 16, uh, one of the last two weeks of the year, and the Lions were like on their fourth string quarterback, like David Blunt or something like that. I don't even know his name, but I feel like the Packers are kind of just underachieved. They're not as good as their record necessarily suggests. And because the uh, the Seahawks are so good on the road, they're excellent in close games and those one-score games. I I just think I think this one's so tough to predict. But I think with the Seahawks being so banged up, being so injured, I would give the slight edge to the Green Bay Packers to move on to the NFC Championship. So I'll pick the Packers. So with that, matchups are set for the conference championships. Chiefs versus Ravens, Packers versus 49ers. I have all four favorites, I think, winning the divisional round. I don't, that's probably not going to happen. I'm more than likely wrong on one or two of these. It's just tough because the Packers have been underachieving and the Seahawks are kind of overachieving with all this banged up talent. So it's tough, man, but I'm, I'm going to roll with that. Ravens, Chiefs, 49ers, Packers in the divisional round of the playoffs. And so now lastly... Just to kind of close this out, it's just this is going to be very brief. It's the Ford Food Chain. We're ranking the remaining playoff teams in the NFL. I've kind of already talked about the strengths and weaknesses of both teams, so I won't dive into that. But these are basically the teams that I think have the best shot to win the Super Bowl. Okay? So, number eight, I have the Houston Texans. Uh, this one was really tough because... I love Deshaun Watson, and their defense is solid. But with that offensive line, as weak as it is, it's by far the weakest offensive line in the playoffs. 
giving up seven sacks and finding a way to come back from 16 down is incredibly difficult. And I don't think the Texans can do that again against the Kansas City Chiefs and, and try and keep pace with them. I don't think they can do it. To me, they have the lowest chance to win the Super Bowl. Number seven is the Tennessee Titans. Now, the Tennessee Titans, they're not very dynamic offensively. Ryan Tannehill has his moments, but really they're a running football team. Derrick Henry has just been a freight train all year long. And really, that's that's the only way they can win is by running the football, I think. And I just don't think that's going to be enough against a very good Baltimore Ravens team. And so now they're number seven for me. Number six... Number six is the Minnesota Vikings for the same reason as the Houston Texans. They have a a weak offensive line. Dalvin Cook hasn't had a 100-yard rushing game since week seven. Kirk Cousins is going to be throwing to maybe not Adam Thielen. He is injured. Stephon Diggs was non-existent last week. And Kyle Rudolph has been his security blanket in the red zone. But going up against a tough 49ers defensive front, I don't think they're one of the stronger teams. Now we're moving up to number five. Number five is where I would put the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the reason why they're high, they're they're more banged up than any team on this list. But Russell Wilson just finds a way to win, man. He just finds a way to win, and it's incredible. They're unbelievable on the road. And if any team can overcome the odds this weekend. I think it's the Seattle Seahawks. But because they're so banged up, it would really hurt. Even if they do win this weekend, I don't think they move on past the NFC Championship to the Super Bowl. I just I think they'll be just too decimated to carry on. In front of the Seahawks, at number f- four, we're moving on to four now, is the Green Bay Packers because they're a lot more healthier than the Seattle Seahawks. And even though they do have a a weaker offensive line, they're well-rested and and they're just a better team. Now moving on to our top three. Number three, I've got the San Francisco 49ers. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. And number one, the Baltimore Ravens. That's based on health, bye week, and everything like that. But looking forward to the weekend, some divisional round football. I've got the Ravens over the Titans, Chiefs over the Texans, 49ers over the Vikings, and the Packers over the Seahawks. We'll see how it goes. But that is it for episode 90. Uh, Thanks for tuning in to episode 90. Happy New Year to you all. And I'll see you in episode 91. This is WFS, The Will Ford Show. (laughs) 